podcast songwriter therapy I was like uh, I was really enjoying doing it mm. and I was like well I want to talk to interesting people who aren't just songwriters so that's like mm. the monthly show was supposed to be that uh-huh. and I did one episode and uh, and then the pandemic hit and then I didn't do anything and so now I'm doing like the songwriter thing more and I'm not oh, like okay. nice. I'll, I'll cool. probably do the monthly show yeah. again maybe once this expands more you'll go back into the other one yeah exactly yeah, that's why I'll do the monthly show alright like <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> All right, let's let's test and see how we sound. This is my first time using um, this uh, this microphone uh, for the podcast. I'm usually like usually using uh, using like those microphones. I can hear you pretty well. Nice. Oh, this is pretty good. Yeah. All right, it'll pick up the air conditioner a little bit, but I'll take that out later. That's character. Yeah. So those are like you got to pull it like pretty close to you. Yeah. Yeah, Should I angle fine. it down at all? Um, okay. Here, or is it good? Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like two inches you're good. from your... Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. you're good, good right there. Okay, so... Um, awesome. Uh, I'll, I'm going to adjust these volumes a little bit like as we're talking and stuff, and I'm going to try to like look at you guys, but I haven't yeah, figured no out how to, like, how to position myself yet. I normally have a lot more room here. Ah! <laughs> just trying to make it as natural as possible yeah exactly do this i think Ooh, if the old sideways technique <laughs> people that use microphones would know that not me <laughs> <laughs> it'll stay oh it won't because it's uh the thread on this okay mm. let me try this is all going in the <laughs> podcast too yeah so everyone, everyone's Sweet. gonna hate me they this already, they the already do. All my, list, all, all my listeners know. <laughs> wait, wait, no, I was going to say, are we going to do the clap thing? But that's only if you're like not in the same room, right? The, the, uh, to like sync the audio? Yeah, yeah, it's only. Yeah, yeah. no, I that's just. That's with video, right? Uh, you, can do, you can do it with audio too. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, can you test your microphone real quick? Yes, this is me. Yeah, speaking. you might want to like move, Little it, forward. move it closer to you. If you if you want to like sit back, you can just mm. like just like pull the mic. Oh, okay. You know. Put it like like an inch or two away from your yeah from your face. Yeah. Hello, hello, hello. All right, that should be good enough. I might just like sweet turn you guys up a little bit so I have more to work with later. Cool. So uh, I always like to start the podcast by just asking you guys um, to introduce your t- introduce yourselves and okay. like uh, tell the listeners and me like why are you here on a podcast called Songwriters Therapy. Okay, you want to go first? You go first. All right, I'll go first. <laughs> uh, my name is Dante Morales. I play in a band called Predisposed. And I'm here because we're, we're playing a festival not too long from now. Maybe, like, I think it's like a month away. Mm-hmm. Um, and we got invited on this podcast. I'm, I'm, always, I'm always excited to talk. I love cool. talking. I love yeah. talking. Dawn of Summerfest. Dawn of Summerfest. Uh, yes. June 26th, Hatch Workshop workshop stockton california it's gonna be cool it's gonna be so fun yeah it's gonna be so fun i'm so excited cool yeah go ahead uh, um this is xavier cortez i play guitar and predisposed and i'm here for the same reason dante's here because <laughs> it's just a cool experience you know i've always wanted to be on a podcast so this is something on my bucket list like a scratch cool. off too yeah yeah it's finally like a check awesome a check on that list yeah yeah so um i always like to start with like origin story so like how long has predisposed been a band how did you guys get together um that's that's kind of a long story um <laughs> that's what we're, <laughs> we, got yeah. we got time we got time yeah we got time that's um cool. 
uh, strap yourselves in. So I, I guess from my perspective, um, in 2015, I was, I was like starting to, to really get into writing music or, or like deciding that that's what I wanted to do. So I, I started doing it. I was like, oh, I'm just going to do it on my own, yada, yada. Um, but my, my girlfriend was like, you should really like, get a band. Just put, start putting mm-hmm. like ads out. And I started doing that and I almost, almost gave up on, on like putting those out cause nobody was responding. But after our boy um, art, yeah, yeah. <laughs> homie art, uh, he, he plays bass. He, he hit up the last one that I sent out. Um, and so then we started kind of talking. We, we started making music together. I would like take these ridiculous like long bus rides to to where they lived because I lived in Mexico at the time. Oh wow! Um, yeah, so I would take these ridiculously long bus rides to where they lived. We would like jam one day, practice the next day, and then um, either go back or if there was a show that weekend, we'd play that show at, at their high school. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was a cool experience for a little bit. The band was called. Achilles second heel at the time um <laughs> which is a horrible name please yeah you, came up, you came up with it <laughs> yeah uh, I we merely up, adopted not, not, not only did i did i come up with it but like when i came into the band i insisted, insisted. that we should yeah i was like <laughs> we need this name um because i really liked it at the time yeah um i got so tired of explaining it anyway yeah it's um, not just achilles heel it's the other one the other, the other one. one yeah it's yeah. <laughs> a better one yeah it wasn't complicated yeah. enough yeah. is that one also cut <laughs> um no yeah i so after that, um, we we were trying to get more serious about it. It was kind of hard to like to write being so separate from each other. Um, yeah. So around the time that we wanted to to kind of take it more seriously, I was gonna move to Sacramento, mm-hmm. um, and where my girlfriend lived, um, and I was like, oh, that's much closer to them. Yeah. Uh, they were wanting to move out, so we we all moved to Sacramento together. Cool. Uh, in the process of that, we lost our drummer, who's now playing in Toro. I don't know if you've heard of the band. They're they're really good, and you should check them out. Nice. Um, Toro Toro. Toro. Yeah. yeah. Okay, like like Totoro without the extra T. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So exactly. basically, our our former drummer is playing with our current drummer in, in their in own a band. different band. Oh, which nice. Is pretty yeah. cool. That's how bands go, right? It worked it's, out. Yeah. It worked yeah. out. Like my, my drummer plays guitar in the same band that my guitarist plays bass in. Does that <laughs> make sense? It just works yeah. out. It's it just like works a family out. tree of bands yeah. every yeah. time. Um, so, yeah, the, um, he, we, we lost him in the moving process because he couldn't move at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when we got here, we started putting out other ads and we found Colin. We actually only put out one. Right? It was our first try. Like, yeah, I was I was half expecting because we did it on Craigslist, so I was expecting yeah. like I was gonna ask like where are you guys putting out these ads for for band members? I was doing it on Facebook. That's Facebook. Fa- you're on Facebook when and you this, found them yeah. originally. You yeah. got lucky. Yeah. And but Craigslist, this was our first like time doing that, and yeah. usually I you'd expect no one to get uses like Craigslist anymore. Craigslist. You guys yeah. have gotten killed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that was the plan. I don't know. Maybe it was. Uh, yeah. I was expecting to be like maybe some you know, old dude. I, I could play blues. I'm like eight yeah, years old yeah. and I, I didn't want to like have to sift through that. But luckily Colin was also just looking to do some musical projects. So mm-hmm. we just got that train going right away. The first, yeah. the first one the that first responded. Time. Yeah. And it was fate. Where did you guys live before you moved to Sacramento? Oh, uh, we lived in King city, California. It's, uh, it's like, like about Baker's an hour from, still? no, it's like an hour from Monterey. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. You could call it like the salad bowl because there's so much agriculture there. Yeah. 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 Is that on like, 
the, the 101. 101. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, uh, kind of rural Salida? suburbia a little bit. Um, Salida over there too. What'd you say? Not Salida. Solidad? Salinas. Salinas. Yes. Okay. About 45 Salinas. minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, that, that town cracks me up, dude. Cause I would I show up on these buses and their yeah. bus, their Amtrak bus station is the parking lot to a McDonald's. Yes. Yes. Nice. With, with just a, yeah. like a little sign. Yeah. It's so fucking funny to me. Amtrak oh. is the great Amtrak is the craziest system in the U S <laughs> because like, you know, in the U.S., we don't have, like, a very good rail system, but, like, yeah. Amtrak is good for it what it is. Because you could get anywhere on Amtrak. <laughs> it's not always going to be a train, though, and it's not always yeah. going to be a, a nice station, yeah. and you could get stabbed. Yeah. And, <laughs> well, that's the fun of it, and right? And you could end up and, at a McDonald's And you could, you could get on, like, a, a clean bus one day and, like, a shitty bus yeah, the other yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. It was so, a bad experience. Yeah, but it is what it is. Um, I still remember, like, walking, like, at, like, it was like one in the morning yeah, yeah. across from our basis house mm-hmm. to go to the McDonald's across town and be like, all right, well, we're picking you up, but we're also going to have to walk back because we don't have a car. Yeah. And also um, like, we don't know you the first time, like we, yeah. we didn't know each other and we're just meeting at this random McDonald's. And I was like, hello, group of random strangers. Like, yeah. I hope you don't like kidnap me and kill me tonight. I've never been here before. <laughs> my parents don't know where I am. Yeah. I don't know. I, th- I think they probably did know, but so. Um, so you're moving to Sacramento to to be with like your girlfriend, and you guys are moving to Sacramento to be with your band. But yeah. like, do you guys know anything about the Sacramento scene at that time? Have you played Sacramento? Like, what's the what's the like no. temperature? Uh, not really. I mean, at least for me, like one of my favorite bands of all time is Deftones. Deftones. And oh, like, it's just I'm on like such a Deftones kick right now. Yeah. <laughs> I want to. I want to. I want to go where I can capture the energy. You know. Yeah. I feel like Sacramento is just that place that. I've never really, I've never been to it before. Yeah. But uh, if people are coming out with like cool music like that, I'm like, well, might as well go that way. Yeah. yeah. Up north. And north always seems like a better temperature wise to me. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I want to see more like, trees and like, stuff. Nice scenery. You know? Like not yeah. like temperature as far as like the, the weather, right? The weather. Yeah. yeah. The weather here is like, uh, like everyone talks about California weather and they, they think like they don't realize how big California is and the fact that how like, different it is. like just, Northern, yeah. Northern California is like the best yeah, honestly it's anywhere else in my feel, opinion yeah yeah i feel like the monterey like area is kind of nice it, it is nice yeah. but um but the also the thing is it's boring back home yeah so yeah. that was yeah. that was uh enough to make me want to go out you yeah. know i think we got really lucky in that regard because we came out and like in a very short window of time colin mm-hmm. joined the band and he was already in the scene yeah he he knew a lot of people and he he is fr- he was nice. already friends with nice. like yeah C Floor uh, Cinema. So, yeah, really good friends okay, of ours yes. now. Yeah, uh, definitely guys at C Floor Cinema. Yeah. Um, but uh, so that that we got super lucky with that because mm-hmm. that way we didn't have to like. Not that we didn't have to grind out because we, we obviously you do, it, but yeah, like any ba- any it was a lot easier. Has, it was a lot smoother. Run, yeah, it was a lot smoother introduction into the scene, and um, I mean, I guess from there it's all history. I guess after that we didn't have to change our name because we had that for a while with the yeah. Achilles second heel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. But after after a minute, I started. I don't know if I did. I start. I think I started the conversation of being like, I'm fucking sick of this name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you I was, insisted on it, and then you and now, like you like ate yeah, pro. Yeah. Oh, you should have named your band named. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, wait, 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 one one more shout out. Uh, Jake from Paper Airplanes gave us our first show. Right. Yeah. Which is really. It was. We really appreciate sweet. it. You know. Uh, it was this little... is Paper Airplanes. The one. It's like two. Two people. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no. I mean, there's a four place, but like. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now I'm thinking of. 
something yeah. else like Paper Pistols or something like that from Sacramento. Paper Space. I think she's in. There's a Stockton no, band. Paper Space is from uh, Stockton, right? They're no. They're they're like honorary Stockton, but they're actually from like Waterford, which what is like heck? out by Modesto and stuff. Oh, damn. I'm, oh, I'm wow. like really good friends with them. Oh, because yeah. we played one show here in Stockton, like what two years ago at the Vox Pop. Yeah. Oh, nice. And uh, yeah, nice. they were there. I remember yeah. very specifically. Um, I think vaping was kind of like new to a degree yeah, and uh they, they were just um there was this moment during their set where they all just took one fat vape and then just like blew a cloud it was it was crazy like, <laughs> yeah. I, i'd never seen it before <laughs> like honestly i love them so much like uh miles the bass player of that band uh-huh. they're so awesome and uh um we had a uh my chemical romance cover band for halloween really? this year i played guitar oh, that's and, cool that's and so like fun. miles sang and uh the problem is, like, I, I love them so much, but they vape so much that, like, <laughs> anytime I hang out with them, like, my throat afterwards, like, just from vaping, my th- or just from being around people who vape, like, the secondhand vape mm. just, like, gets to me too yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. You walk in with the oxygen mask. Yeah, it's like, I'm like, sorry, like, guys. I'll like, be on the day afterwards, I'm like, ugh. You're like, all right, I'm going to yeah. hang out with these fools. Like, I put, put on my N95. Yeah, yeah. Um... What was I gonna say? Sorry for this. I was gonna say mm-hmm. something about. Durant. Oh, no, it's cool. uh, it's we cool. were talking about uh, paper airplanes. Yeah, uh, they got, how they got first us show. the first show. Um, yeah. So we we played that show. It, it was a fun time, you know, kind of mm-hmm. playing out here for the first time and with Colin for the first time. Yeah. And Jake was the sound guy there at the a rec center, like a little rec center kind of. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. like a like a youth center. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a, a youth center. I don't think yeah. it's. I, I think it's it's gone now. Yeah. But, um, they come and go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it was a it was a really fun time. So also that introduced us to that side of the scene because mm-hmm. with Colin we were introduced to kind of like the mathy math rocky type of scene. Okay. And then with with Jake we got introduced to the pop punk, mm-hmm. also the younger side of the scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. And I, I mean that that kind of we we we've found this community and it was it was kind of great from there everything has been awesome super sick from there yeah mm-hmm. yeah and like um what what are you guys' age range if you don't mind me asking i'm 23 okay. i'm 25 i'm the oldest okay i think the other two guys are also 23 23 All right. 24 yeah. yeah awesome that's yeah. like a good age to be to be in a band yeah, yeah. um uh, so um okay so you guys are in sacramento now Mm-hmm. And uh, you're uh, using the name Predisposed. I saw you yeah. have like one track up on online yeah. that's streamable. Do you guys have anything else that's like hidden? I just I no. I use oh, title. Actually, so I just yes, Predisposed. There is, there is, there is we one. What, yeah. What's um, the like the secret? How can people um, find it? We have a we have another song that we decided to take down ah. for uh, in and all the other streaming platforms for. Um, like th- these particular reasons, I'll, I'll say it. Um, mm-hmm. We we had a song called, or we have a song called "The Truth Nobody Knows," that we fully recorded um, yeah. with uh, Patrick at what's it called? What's it called? No, 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 no. We recorded this at home with. Oh Colin, yeah, that was at home, and we yeah. sent it off to be mixed and mastered by Taz of uh, Belmont. Taz Johnson. Yeah, I don't yeah. know them. Um, yeah, so the vocalist put out some tweet, and he was like, "Hey, um, I'm trying to." Uh, get better at mixing when yeah we mix your thing and we were oh, like nice. oh that that'd be a great opportunity if he, yeah. if he can hop on the song we were really, really big fans at the time and um we we went through the process of making the song he hopped on the song he had a feature mm. on it it was super cool we released it um and then a few months later 
there were some like allegations that came out against the band. Some some things that were going on that were your band. Or no, 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 Belmont, no, no, the no. Band, Belmont, the, one of their the gu- guitarists okay. or something. Um, there was like I don't really know the story too much at all, but um, that's why we decided to just kind of just kind of cut that mm-hmm. tie just in case. Yeah, I don't know. yeah. yeah. We didn't yeah. want to like kind of. I guess endorse it. Yeah, yeah. In, in mm-hmm. any sort of way, mm-hmm. um, we we like to keep things pretty unambiguous about like where we stand with those things. Yeah. So we took the song down, um, but I think we were saying that you could still find it on SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. People um, people bought it. People bought it. Yeah. No way. I like think from, like Bandcamp download. I think or like iTunes or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Um, it was out for like maybe like two months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it is being it's fully re recorded and it's gonna be on this EP. And we're just so excited on how this song has evolved. Yeah. 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 And nice. also like that song kinda sounds like a demo now. Like mm-hmm. in, in the, yeah, compared yeah. to what we're you doing. You home now. recorded it and then had someone who was like learning how to mix. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, yeah, I so get it. Now that we um I guess to get onto that part, um, we got signed to Ask Records with uh it's Kurt Travis's uh record label. That's from um, um uh, Dance Gavin Dance. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So Kurt Travis from Dance Gavin Dance. He has a record label with Eric his Fodge. buddy Eric Fodge. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, we got signed to that. And man, that, it's it's been such a wild process to record this EP because we've recorded it at home twice, and mm-hmm. then once at the, that's like the wait, wait, at practice. Yeah. Just like you have to practice for shows, you got to practice for recording. Yeah, like people yeah. don't re- people really don't realize that, but that's a like. It's ridiculous yeah. about it. Yeah, and like we record. Okay, so we we recorded it once at home, and then I think the person moved and they lost the hard drive. Yeah, and Colin, we recorded Colin, it again Colin. with Colin. Okay, uh, just us, and we're like, okay, yeah. let's do it ourselves. And then his hard drive got fried, oh, and we're no. like, God damn it! Okay, let's go to the studio. They're not gonna. Yeah, they're not gonna mess it up. And we go to the studio, and we're like, literally finish up, finishing up. We released the song that we have out right now. That one is from this studio That's recording? from the studio Oh, recording. it sounded really good. Oh, thank yeah. you. Thank That's you. That's from Earth... Is it called Earth? Earth? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Patrick, yeah. Patrick, Patrick Hills um, or something like that. I don't, I'm not, I don't know his last name. Yeah, yeah, I don't... I've heard a lot from him because I, I feel like a lot of Stockton bands have recorded there too. Yeah. He yeah. makes some great records, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, Didn't Anxious Arms record it? Dude, there? yes. Yeah, most like notably... Everyone's recorded yeah, there. Yeah, he's like... He does so much for the scene with the... Just... I mean, the way he works with you, like pricing wise, like mm-hmm. he gives a, a lot of value for the yeah. prices he does. I've heard that too. Very accessible. Yeah. So I need, I need to learn his like full name so I can shout him out. Cause, yeah. Like, to me, uh, it was always just the homie Pat. Yeah. yeah. Just Pat, you know, <laughs> I've, I've mostly done Stockton bands and I'm starting to like mm-hmm. record or podcast with more uh, Sacramento bands. Mm-hmm. And uh, okay. and I'm, I'm trying to like learn more about the Sacramento scene because yeah. when I was a kid, I knew a lot of bands from mm-hmm. Sacramento. But like now I'm like older and I feel like there's this gap, you know. Oh, Gotta feel right, it, man. Right, right, yeah. Get to work on that. We'll you, cool. we'll yeah, list. yeah. I'm making I'm making definitely. Sacramento friends now. Yeah. 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 Well, <laughs> nice. Pat though he's definitely doing a service nice. and uh, we really appreciate him. Doing he's a cool guy. Work. And so yeah. did you do the whole EP with him or have you yeah. recorded again oh, since did. recording? So we did the whole EP with him mm-hmm. and we were like ready to release it. And yeah. We. I, I like press the button to distribute on what what was it like CD Baby or whatever yeah um, <laughs> to to release the single that we have out now mm-hmm. and like the day after Kurt sends me an email being like hey like we wanna we wanna sign you or we should talk about that whatever mm-hmm. um, and during that conversation we show him like what we had already we we're like oh we're ready to release this do so you want to release it under you whatever yeah he's like this is cool like we should re-record it 
And I'm like, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so now we're at the tail end of the of the re-recording process. Yeah. A fourth time. <laughs> oh, wow. But it's so been great. What's this one? What do you mean? Oh, this oh, is with them. Uh, so we've, we've been recording with, uh, Josh, Benton. with Josh Benton. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My first band recorded with Josh Benton. No way. Oh, cool. In his... <laughs> like bedroom at his parents house or That's something what we're like doing. that yeah oh it's at his parents <laughs> yes, house again yes yeah. it's pretty joshua sweet. tree studios yeah <laughs> wait no is it it's like a, it's you called? go like upstairs, upstairs yes. above a garage or something. Yeah, it's not a bedroom definitely. but yeah yeah, 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 yeah. It's, a, it's a home studio it's, it's, oh it's my really gosh cool. i he was working at like pus cavern for yes, the longest yes. time oh. okay tell him are you still recording with him yes yeah tell i got him, a session like the day after tomorrow tell him andrew from my darling Mayday says hi. My darling Mayday. And if he remembers me, I'll be surprised. Yeah. I don't know if he remembers me. This is <laughs> like ten years ago, maybe. Okay. Good. Maybe I'll, longer. I'll definitely tell yeah. him. I'll That's gonna be a throwback. Yeah. That's so cool. Tell him. Tell him to come be on my podcast. Oh, too. absolutely. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. That'd be super sick. No, it's been a great experience recording with yeah. him. Yeah. He's he's very very talented, and it's very helpful to like have someone, especially someone with that kind of like. He's got a ton of yeah. experience. Yeah, you know? experience. Yeah. Um, like the way he works, it's like watching someone hack. That's yeah. the only way I can yeah. say. It. He's yeah. like he, he knows all his key commands so crazy. He's like, oh no man, I definitely admire his the way he records and pushes me to want to learn better. Yeah, he's played in dance, Gavin dance. Yeah, quite a bit too, right? Yeah, he records. He's recorded them quite a bit as well. Yeah, I think he's done most of his most of a lot of the records. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's it's crazy. been a wonderful experience. I think, um, especially like being able to, to kind of experiment vocally. Yeah. Um, I've never had that opportunity before. Um, I was super nervous doing, um, the, with, with, with um, Pat, mm-hmm. um, cause it was just the first time in a studio. So yeah. I feel like you can really tell that in, in all the recordings it's super, or in my opinion, it, it sounds pretty tense. Like, yeah like kind of tight i guess and yeah. throw very very like oh i gotta get this done i was really nervous mm-hmm. and now with with josh um i was like i can do this a little bit differently and it's mm-hmm. it, it i feel like it's really showing yeah. I, in everybody's performance yeah. i think it sounds really 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 good awesome and i can't wait to to put these songs out finally because a lot of these songs are really old like yeah um i think the newest one is what like four years old probably no even wait the newest one what do you mean like in, what song is isn't scenes like four years old oh man yes yeah the new the, the song that mm-hmm. we wrote the least time ago is four years old wow already well, um then again the backbones for one of them i wrote like the backbones of highway signs in my senior year of high that school. was before we were together and uh but like we had like small like recordings with skylar that yeah. didn't really go through yeah he i remember one of the songs that is going to go on that ep he sent me to like check out my vocals to yeah. be like hey uh let's see if you'll you'll be a good fit and that like little guitar track that he sent me ended up becoming one of the songs that's on the ep now mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that was that was years ago that was like seven years ago yeah it was yeah. Rid- a ridiculously long time ago and i i cannot wait nice. to put these songs out because one I, I feel like they're like sounding really good mm-hmm. and also i like i'm i'm ready to like start writing other things and move on to Yes. To the next step, I guess. So, how many songs is going to be on the EP? Six. 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 Mm-hmm. Okay. Is that like your live set, or do you guys play other things live as well? well we've been yeah. playing other songs recently because we've been playing these songs for so long. Yeah. But that that fills out our set usually. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, Six song sets typical for yeah. like a, a local show and mm-hmm. 
opening spots i don't know if you've yeah. done opening no, spots too yeah yeah nice. yeah we, we just we've written a couple of other songs and we're just really proud of them we're like we got to we stop playing these other songs yeah yeah no I, I, yeah I feel you. i've kind of gotten to yeah. that point i'm like nah, i don't want to play that one anymore let's, yeah let's try these let's let these other ones breathe but like people haven't listened to this one because they can't listen to it at home yeah or sometimes so. it's nice to just kind of like test them out with people to mm-hmm. see how they respond to them yeah. like because obviously nobody's heard our music um it personally like in their own time yeah yeah listen. just just it shows yeah they yeah. only listen to and it's a shows. different experience exactly mm-hmm. sure. so like being able to kind of have that um that raw reaction mm-hmm. to to see if it's actually good it, it's definitely it's definitely nice for the new songs nice um but i'm i'm so ready and i can't wait for people to hear those songs too yeah, <laughs> yeah. But i hope it doesn't take five years <laughs> yeah we're already, sometimes yeah. it does oh, i'm gonna i gotta warn you <laughs> we're we are already starting to write our uh full length yeah at the moment like we're just yeah. like getting ready to get these song ideas out we already have like maybe like three songs already planned out for mm-hmm. the full length yeah we still just gotta finish this damn ep <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah but we're super close we're super close i nice. think we're like um we're already on vocals, which mm-hmm. is the last thing that's going to be recorded. And yeah, we're like two songs it. left, one and song left. Since yeah. you've recorded it so much, do you feel like the song, like, have you changed things in the songs, like structures, lyrics, how you're singing it? Like, what was the evolution been and felt like for those? Yeah, the, there's some songs. The, there's two songs that have, three songs that have pretty much stayed the same, mm-hmm. um, which are pirouettes, welcome home, and the highway signs will lead to nothing. Those three songs have pretty much stayed the same since we first wrote them, but the other, the other ones, uh, scenes in a film, Fox and the Wolf, and the Truth Nobody Knows mm-hmm. have gone through a bunch of changes. Um, especially um, the first two, like, the Fox and the Wolf has a completely different chorus, has a completely different ending. Uh, there's basically just like the 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 core like middle section of the song yeah has gone unchanged, mm-hmm. but everything else around it is is completely different. Um, scenes we just um we're at the tail end of recording that specific song right now and um we got to work with kurt on that and we added some stuff to the end um there was a chorus that i wrote originally Mm -hmm. that when i went to try to sing it i was like oh that's too high i can't sing it um so that came back um it's it's been a long process and i think it's 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 been for the best all the songs are definitely better than they were before yeah yeah um especially fox i feel like fox we all felt like was kind of a or the fox and the wolf yeah uh, we call it fox it's kind of it was kind of rough for a long time yeah it was pretty rough for a while um and we all kind of felt like it was kind of a lost cause Mm -hmm. um but after a minute we were like oh we finally got like a like a good exciting it's such a great feeling to like break a song like especially something (laughs) that like you start writing it and you're like maybe there's something and then you just can't get it to the finish line you know yeah finally finally something works out it's yeah it's like uh being able to breathe again yeah exactly you get that catalyst that just like right now i know get energized all over again and then you make the song fun again right like yeah exactly when you have a good time playing the song you know that you have something good at least um not to say that like oh we're like amazing songwriters i don't want to like sound like i'm trying to say that but like when i I am having fun singing some of these songs and yeah it is exciting to be like oh i'm getting to this part and i like it no you should be like your your biggest fan like yeah i I think i listen to my own music more than 
I was listening to it. I definitely yeah. listen to my own music more than anyone else. I do. I yeah. do. I do say. I, I do tell myself that a lot. That like, if why would I make music that I wouldn't listen yeah, to? Right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. It doesn't yeah. make sense. I just um, want to make music I like to enjoy. I like to listen to. You know. Yeah. It's just yeah. like. Uh, yeah. And that you like, like to play it. Too. It's like making your own video games. Like I, I mean, wish they'd make this video yeah. game, and then like, well, I could make it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah exactly. that that's the authenticity that like people expect from rock bands, you know. Mm-hmm. And like, I, uh, I don't know that there's like a local band that uh, it's probably few and far between if there's like people on a local level that aren't authentic like like that, yeah, right? They're yeah, everyone's definitely. doing what they love. Like, yeah. you have to be on like some some like bullshit level to like start like playing stuff <laughs> yeah. just for money you know what i yeah, mean yeah exactly and also yeah. you gotta pre- be pretty delusional to think pretty that you're gonna be yeah. making any money anytime soon yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh i uh man i um i uh i've been really getting into tiktok because i guess that's what you gotta do yeah. nowadays as a musician but i also just enjoy watching tiktoks yeah but yeah. i don't i don't make them enough but there's been like a lot of i watch a lot of like music musicians like giving people recommendation and i'm like i gotta i gotta i got something to say finally yeah and nice. like my thing about uh being a musician and this is for the podcast listeners you heard it here first <laughs> if you want to get into the music business no you don't you want to get into the <laughs> you want to get into the t-shirt business oh uh, because uh like music should be your passion like you should love to do that right. but like being in a band the thing that has been the most profitable for me in every single band I've been in mm-hmm. and a lot of my early bands like we like we paid for our sessions with Josh by selling t-shirts for like ten dollars mm. yeah nice. yes, shows. definitely oh okay right the, the merch know. is like your focus yeah oh yeah yes. but like t-shirts definitely. especially like yeah. people people like come to see you and they're like oh they're like they like you and then the, you get a t-shirt with a cute design That's and whether they like your band or not <laughs> oh yeah form. this is just a target shirt <laughs> should have worn a band shirt for today but you know it like it's true though like uh you're not gonna make any money as a musician in fact like i probably will never make back what i've put in like you guys oh, are man. sitting in this room yes. this room is proof that i will never ever make back what i've put into music um but if you're an indie band and you want to like survive you gotta sell shirts. Yeah, like that's yeah, definitely. And, and it's it bare like minimum. Five, you know. five bucks to make a shirt. You sell it for twenty dollars now. That's like, yeah, know, yeah. There, there's a bunch of things your... like that that I wish I had been told like early on. Yeah, like you know, th- there's that right that that you are kind of like, you have to supplement it monetarily with something yeah. else. But yeah. then also that like, it kind of going into like oh I have to make TikToks, um, it or or like the Instagram yeah. or social media game like. You don't it's have a, to. It's just that's the trend. Now. Yeah. Well, like it, it's 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 kind of a part of it now yeah. because you like a, a big thing uh, with being a, a musician is that you're not just like a musician. You're also an entertainer. Right? Yeah. A, a yeah, big exactly. part of your of your job as a musician. Not that it's my job yet, well, but entrepreneur in a way. Yeah. So. You yeah. Gotta yeah be like yeah. an entrepreneurial entertainer right yeah. every time renaissance you're people really you're <laughs> you're like you gotta be you gotta do be. your art you gotta do your t-shirts jack you of all be, trades yeah, yeah. Really, and, yeah. and like for example like if you play a show you can go up there the the amount of like like talent and and musical uh prodigy mm. uh you have to be to be able to just sit there and just stand there and play and not yeah. really move much or not entertain much is is something that most people won't reach right yeah, like yeah, if we're exactly. being really realistic like yeah. you have to put on a show you have to be exciting yeah. you have to be like 
uh, give a give people a reason to remember the show. Yeah, right? people, it definitely has to be enjoyable. Mm-hmm. I, I think really like a lot of it boils down to is like you got to be a cool person. Like, <laughs> yeah. like if you can figure out, how you how just be cool. Yeah. That's what I always tell people: just be cool. But uh, it really, it that's really in two ways. It's like yes, you have to be fun and enjoyable and personable and friendly, mm-hmm. and but also you have to like not be a douchebag to like yeah, other bands absolutely. and oh, yes. people at absolutely. shows. And uh, and I feel like that that goes a a long w- way in people's careers. You yeah. know, I've seen several people. Uh, kind of destroy their careers by being dude yeah it's been like even at a local level yeah yeah i'm like yeah air quotes career because like you could just destroy your hobby yeah your potential yeah Yeah. it's like um now you lose an outlet of yeah you're like just being able to just like put that out there just put that out there you know yeah yeah you keep it all inside now yeah. Or, yeah, it, or move, be, move somewhere. Yeah. Be, a, be a ghost <laughs> writer. Yeah. Ghost writer oh or something. God, yeah. Jeez. Man, that, that, that's fucking unfortunate. I hate I hate seeing that because it, it, it does kind of hurt a little bit to be like, oh, that could have been you, right? Like, yeah. yeah. Um, like you had something, there's something special there, but you decided to kind of like throw it away yeah. by being like a douchebag. For yeah, the wasted reason. potential. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of talent out there that's gone to waste just due to character itself you know it's yeah. like yeah damn this guy's freaking good but like he's gonna probably like kick your ass or something like, <laughs> yeah. or, yeah. or steal from you or something yeah. like, like yeah. oh no asshole. yeah yeah oh no or just generally not be enjoyable to be around yeah yeah, yeah. uh Ingve malmstein had probably put that one out yeah he has a lot of a. Uh, I mean, he's just a shredder from, yeah. like, the 80s. Yeah, yeah. But, like, he does have a bad reputation for just being a ego, high, big I ego. I feel like you know? a, lot of, a, lot, a lot of people from the 80s that got big are... Like, uh, usually, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think we, had, we didn't have quite the filter we have now for, like, bullshit, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I've been, like, on this... On the, I've been going off on this tangent lately about like older people. So like people, like no offense, to older people. Sorry, but like people who were sorry, who were like in their twenties, <laughs> like my parents' age. People who were like in their twenties in the eighties. Like my parents are probably like right. contemporaries of like, like age wise, like Ingrid in, in, Malmsteen yeah, or like yeah. Metallica or yeah. like White Snake. All of these like hair metal bands and like rock bands and stuff. And uh, so I've been going on this tangent lately because I I read I like read this uh, these like articles and stuff about like uh, and I watched these YouTube videos about lead mm. in, in gasoline okay. and how mm. uh, you know they they put all this lead into gasoline in the, like the 60s and 70s uh-huh. and it was just being like spewed out of the engine into the air so they uh-huh. like Terrible. you can go and do these like uh, geologic tests in rocks. Uh-huh. And like, uh, they'll have like way more lead than they should have in them based on the age of the rock. Okay. And yeah. like scientists couldn't c- explain this, and they figured out it's from all the lead that they were putting into the into gasoline. The and they put lead in the gasoline because it like runs better in engines and all this stuff. Now we got okay. unleaded. Yeah. Mm. Sorry, this is a tangent, mm. but no, I'll finish ahead, up quickly. I'm but anyway, so uh, and they put lead in a lot of stuff, other stuff back then. But the um. A lot of the scientists that discovered like that lead was bad for us and there was too much lead in our environment realized that it like was affecting everyone's brains in a lot of different ways like not just like causing cancer and and, like the extreme cases but it also like 
it also like affects people's mood like their psyche yeah it affects their mood and psyche so basically like our i don't know how when your parents were born my parents were born i know you're talking about i remember hearing about this yeah yeah but basically there's this whole generation of psychopaths (laughs) and they're all our parents and it's not just psychopaths a lot of them are like douchebags and it also explains like this rise in like the like Fox News crowd and yes. like and like yes, yes, these right. like really like conservative people who are like late boomers like you know born in like the fifties and sixties right and right. Uh, I don't know why I got onto this this tangent but <laughs> oh it was because like all of those musicians them, from the eighties them, them guys are douchebags <laughs> and I, and like I'm not saying it's just lead yeah. and they might also just be awful people but yeah. I think lead had something there to do is with some it. Yeah, scientific my... explanation for this yeah, you know yeah. <laughs> which is very it's, it's interesting you know yeah, yeah. I wish I need wild. a bookmark I'm gonna bookmark or find that video I watched and link it in the yeah <laughs> in the I'll, show I'll, I want to yeah, see it yeah, again. definitely. Yeah. Oh my god. On that, on that yeah. note, I'm like, I always think like, so kids were eating lead paint chips. Like, lead did they? Chips, did they, they taste good? Yeah. Did they, they taste made good? Plates that had lead paint on them. Like, oh man. Have you heard of these plates called Corelware? It, it's like a glass plate, but you could drop it on the ground and it won't break. Oh. I think They're, I've seen them, but I hadn't heard. Of I think them. I've eaten off the le- these lead plates because my parents like to collect antiques and stuff. Oh, okay. And so there are these like white glass plates and they have like these green flowers al- along the border. They're like oh, a no. super popular plate. Like look in your cupboards if you're listening <laughs> to, to this. Them. Yeah. But like yeah. uh, these plates have lead in them, these old Corelware plates. Oh my so, God. Yeah. Jeez, that, They're that, just that, eating off of it. Yeah. You're just like Jesus. eating the lead. I'm thinking about me. I'm like, oh man, am I going to be a douchebag when I'm older? Because like my parents also. It's like but, I got to check myself. Yeah. For it. I think the worst part was the lead gasoline because it was like literally just like just being in pump, the air. pumped Everyone's into the air. Yeah. yeah. Jesus. There's now this guy. It's in the and stuff. <laughs> There's this guy that has this like Garfield cup, glass Garfield cup, and mm. he his doctor told him, well, uh, there's something wrong, like going wrong with his, in his health, but, mm. but it's because of that cup he's religiously been drinking through every oh, morning. Man. He I always drinks his cups. orange juice <laughs> every morning. He drinks the same thing out of that yeah. cup, and it's like he's like, well, at this point, why stop? Yeah, I like Garfield. <laughs> I love this cup. I'm not gonna yeah. stop. Oh my god, he's just gonna die. Uh, yeah, we'll get back on music, but like the last I'm... thing is, have you heard of this? Uh, there's this like. Um, these like plates that were made back in the day that literally have like uranium in them. Have you heard of those? <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. Look it up. People it's crazy. Were on yeah. some shit like you could literally like shine a black light on these on these plates and they just glow. Well, well my mom actually told me like when she was a kid, uh, kids would take thermometers and take the uh, um, what is it mercury out of it? Oh, and like Jesus. play, with, play it. with it. Oh my no, god! Like, absolutely not. <laughs> Oh, makes you think most. about like what we're doing now that's gonna be like discovered in like 25 yeah. years from now like well people were killing themselves with yeah, that like yeah. These yeah fucking millennials yeah <laughs> I know, right? or you guys are probably Gen zoomers X, but, or, zoomers yeah <laughs> it reminds me of i think the craziest thing i did i never did any of that but Gen Z. i think i, I remember mm-hmm. i used to take like gallons of milk you yeah. know the, the like that weird plastic yeah milk, yeah the old joke. and i would burn them and and <laughs> if the the droplet of like burnt plastic would go yeah it was super fun to me i don't know it reminded me of the the mercury thing that you were talking about yeah there's like a hole in the ozone and like it's partially your fault (laughs) yeah Yeah. because i'm burning plastic i would also do that inside yeah yeah because i'm dumb yeah burning plastic inside and breathing the fumes you know those like c those like cfls like the big lights that are the track the fluorescent ones the fluorescent ones um 
like you know that scene i think it's in 40 year old virgin where they're like hitting it oh. they're like hitting those lights against oh, each other and all the yeah. like the powder is going everywhere yeah. oh like, that's my brothers, so bad for my you. brothers yeah. would like literally do that like I out saw a, in our driveway a, i saw a, a thousands way a thousand ways to die about that that these two guys were like wrestling yeah in, backyard in wrestling backyard that's wrestling. very popular in backyard wrestling yeah they, they always smash themselves oh they would smash themselves and it would like obviously it would cut them with the yeah, glass yeah. and then the the fumes would like seep in and oh, poison Jesus. them over time yeah it was ridiculous it's pretty crazy <laughs> oh gosh yeah backyard wrestling is crazy man <laughs> i saw a video of this guy get uh his thing was like anyone from the audience could bring a weapon and he'll use it yeah. against his opponents. Some, someone brought a grandfather clock <laughs> and, and, oh, no. and he got, he got busted over the head with it and he had to go immediately to the emergency room. Cause oh it, my it, like, God. it like opened his head. Like, Oh my God. It's Jesus. Crazy. Oh we we got to write a song about that guy. Yeah. yeah that's crazy. <laughs> All right. So songwriting. Songwriting. Uh, Ooh, okay, yeah. So the, uh, I was going to ask you guys, we'll segue away from like pop culture and like crazy shit that humans are doing, <laughs> but, uh, and back into songwriting. What's like, what's your songwriting process? Cause it sounds like you, you had some like stuff that was pre-written before you even joined the band and turned that into stuff. But like, mm-hmm. you know, tell me about the, the process that you guys have had and like what you're also doing on new songs. Okay, well, um, I guess my role in the band, usually I'll have this song idea instrumentally. Yeah. Um, I'll kind of make a basic chord progression, maybe some things here and there, mm-hmm. and then I'll bring it to the band. And the, usually the way I would do it would be at practice, and I'll kind of just be playing stuff in the background, and someone would be like, hey... Sounds pretty cool. I'm like, nice. yeah. you noticed yeah. it. Just like yes, the thank you. Method, you know? Otherwise, you I would have noticed. Yeah, I would have brought it yeah. back next week yeah. and done it again. But um, it, it catches on, and then the rest of the band, we, we kind of just all hone together mm-hmm. and and shape it, and mash it to this new thing. And then Dante, uh, we really admire his ability to just write freaking words that nice. that are cool. You know, <laughs> yeah. um, it's just po- it's poetic. Um, yeah, he he controls all like a hundred percent of the like lyrical aspect mm-hmm. of it, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. Um, I think a lot of the time it so it goes from that, and then we or before we we would do that, and that would develop into the full like instrumental song, and then I would take that yeah and then write take like a it. recording of it or something yeah or? so like a, like mm-hmm. a, like we would put our phone down and yeah, record yeah, the practice recording. session yeah. and then i would write to that mm-hmm. um and, and then that would be the song that would kind of be the full process i think more recently we've we've taken to to a more like starting the the collaboration a little bit earlier mm-hmm. um to where he brings in the song idea which is like like he said earlier like a basic chord progression or something like that or or something, or I want this to happen at some yeah. point of the mm-hmm. song, something like that. And um, <clears throat> then um, we'll sit and and play that over and over again and see what where you kind of like could jam go. over it vocally. Yeah. You kind of yeah. like mm-hmm. yeah, Lo- loop, like loop it and and exactly. and sing until you find something. Exactly. Yeah. So like most recently, we were writing a song right now that I, I think was it came it came it's coming out really good. We're still working mm-hmm. on it. Um, and I was like, oh, I think I want to do this here and then go this way so we can write the after part and let me work on this for a second. Yeah. Um, so it, we, we've been trying to kind of do a more like back and forth collaborative process. But for the songs that are on the EP, it was definitely that like where it was like the full instrumental. And then I would write on top of it. And if we needed to change something, we usually didn't. But mm-hmm. um, if we needed to change something to fit the vocals into we might, but I think for most, I think for all the songs, it was like it was kind of just that same basic thing. But the yeah. the way we changed it now, 
moving forward is um, I finally have this the ability to actually like make a decent recording nice. and, and like program drums. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I learned how to do it online. I think the thing that was always holding me back is like, I kind of have an idea of what I want to play, but I don't know how to make drums. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, uh, I've recently gotten that ability. So then I'll just, I'll send it to them. Yeah. And then, uh, our drummer will actually just rewrite the drums mm. cause he's good at drumming. Yeah. Not like me. I'm like trying to write for like an octopus to play. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, uh, it's just working out pretty good. And then, nice. um, we break it down. It's like, all right, we're going to scrap this. We're going to start over. It's been a lot more collaborative and it's a lot more streamlined because of our ability, all of our ability to just now, kind of use a DAW and record yeah, yeah. I think yeah. home recording is like one of the most important like tools for songwriters yeah. nowadays yeah, like absolutely. even if you go like studios are still super important you know like yeah, I, yeah. I, I have like a lot of friends who are like uh, do like recording and uh, and I would like 100% go and record like an album with them tomorrow if I like mm-hmm. had the money to do it or, or mm-hmm. one you know was ready uh, but just like the ability to sit down and write using a DAW is like so much better than, than what it was like, you know, 20 years ago when I was like learning how to play guitar. You know? <laughs> yeah. You have like cell phone with like yeah, cell phone tons of recordings, nice, but the yeah. DAW goes like, it's, yeah, yeah. So much Hold further. Yeah. Um, I think, um, also with this collaboration thing, something that is brought up to the table a lot is that now the, our bassist art has been a lot more involved too in the writing Mm -hmm. um because before like x would bring like a basically a finished thing there's only so many things you can do Mm -hmm. um but now like there's a song that we started recently that is based on an arts riff yeah something something that he did Mm -hmm. um there's there's another one that we worked on that was based on um something that i did i was like oh i want this to happen in a Mm -hmm. song um and it, so it, there's more variety, I guess, yeah, in that sense. Yeah. I think the only song, yeah, the only song that wasn't like that for that that's on the EP was "Welcome Home," mm-hmm. uh, which, um, I mean, so, some people might recognize it if they've been to our shows, but um, um, that I wrote completely by yeah, myself. Yeah, he wrote like um, all the guitar on that, and I was cool. like, yeah, I was like, yeah. sitting in my room, I wrote yeah, the whole thing. Just, yeah. You know that like singer songwriter type of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I brought it to them, and I was like, please, please take the song like I, yeah. I love it um but uh other than that everything was through that process um and then for lyrics um that's just like i i take whatever recording we have at the time and yeah. i listen to it over and over and over and over again until like something comes to mind first i try mm-hmm. to think of like a mood yeah um i was like okay it's just like a sad song or a happy song um or or what type of a story does a song want to tell yeah and then right from there um a lot of the songs are are kind of like from personal experience mm-hmm. but yeah. then like i i do either exaggerate this or or move this this way to kind of try to write the I, it's kind of like song first yeah. type of thing you you get the the feelings from yourself but mechanically you want to make the best song there is and yeah. sometimes that mm-hmm. means you need to bend the truth yeah exactly yeah, yeah. i think a that's that's like the secret that like uh a lot of songwriters like need to get past sometimes when they're like i'm only writing from the heart it's like yeah well you know you can write from the heart still and like change a change some words to like yeah you know or sometimes add some flavor i feel Mm -hmm. like this would be a cool moment like oh this would be fun to sing along to as like a song in the crowd or this would be recognized especially when you're like writing choruses or or bridges or or thing places where you want audience participation yeah you gotta think about that 
the moments, yeah. quote unquote, the moments, of, yeah. of, of the, the song. experiences. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, that's something I've been thinking about more recently. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the songs in, in, in the EP are definitely more like personal. Yeah. Something that I was like writing without thinking about a- any other experience. Um, it was just like, these are the lyrics that I want to write. The, 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 um, and this is how I want it to go and yada, yada. Mm-hmm. Um, but now with the new stuff, um, it, it's a lot more intentional, Yeah, I guess, in, in that sense. Essentially, essentially, it's going to be like a concept album in a way. Yeah. We're, we're, yeah. The, that seems the like album the, is going to be? Yeah. Okay, nice. Yeah, yeah. that's the kind of the direction it's going. And like by concept, are, does it mean like a story or a theme? A, a, theme. a theme. Yeah. 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 yeah um, a theme. Yeah. Um, I don't want to spoil too much about it, though. Uh, we'll, well, you guys will have we'll to come to back. Yeah, we'll have to come back yeah, to well, tell yeah, you guys more yeah, about when, that. Yeah, when you start recording it, like, yeah. right before you release it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited um, for that. It's going to be so cool. <laughs> that's going to be a lot of fun. Um, but, yeah, I think before I, – I used to work at a dog boarding facility. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason why that's relevant is because I had a lot of time just, like, sitting there looking at sleeping dogs. Nice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man, there could be worse jobs. Yeah, <laughs> no, it was it was pretty – it was it was a wonderful job. But, like, for, for what's relevant here, I would sit there and just, like, go over these things over and over and over in my head. So I had a lot of time to do that. And now I don't have as much time because uh, I have a different job now. Um, so I spent I, – I do – I did kind of have to, like, work on those chops of doing things more intentionally mm-hmm. and not be like, oh, it takes me seven years to write one song. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. well, that's just not practical. I, I have you heard the, like, um, the saying, like, it – you have your whole right uh your whole life to write your first album and then mm. you have two years to write your second one i've never uh, heard that before yeah that, that makes sense yeah. actually yeah yeah i, I That's remember true i remember one time uh i probably sounded like such a like a douchebag but one <laughs> of uh one of um one of my favorite like musicians and bands uh is this band from san rosa called the new trust have you heard of them no. um they've been around like forever and uh they played stockton a lot and so like i like semi i can go up to them and be like hey i'm andrew from stockton i'm playing this band and he'll be like oh yeah cool hey andrew yeah, yeah, yeah. and um or i can like name drop my friend mike who like is in my band he really knows bike and i okay. uh um I saw him at a show one time and I had this like little business card that had like the album name and I was like, Hey, we just like put out our album. Yeah. And it's like our first album, like, you know, maybe you can check it out and he was like talking to me about it and he was like he's like, Well now you've written this one. Uh now the hard the hard work is coming and it's like the the second album. The second one. <laughs> but it took me so long to record that first album. It took me like ten years. Like mm-hmm. I had all the songs oh, written like ten years and then I did kind of what you guys did demo record at someone's house mm-hmm. and then i yeah. finally went to like my friend ben who's at newton studios in um in the bay area okay and uh um and ben's awesome and we recorded it and so i was talking to this guy josh from the new trust and i i felt i i think back and i kind of sound like a douchebag and i was like actually i already wrote the second album <laughs> because it took me so long yeah. to re- to write the first one yeah and now so many songs yeah in the meantime. yeah exactly and oh, so now God. i'm like uh now i'm at this place where the second album came out in 2017 so that's like five years ago now mm. and i haven't released anything since then so it's uh, like you missed me, the, it's the third album is is the one that or you like, could be like tool and just wait like 10 11 years and yeah then... between albums and yeah it's like yeah will it come out yeah when it's ready oh, yeah God. yeah that's gonna be honest dude but no, yeah, I mean, no, no. you guys got the EP. It sounds like you guys are, are working on the, the next album. Uh, and one thing I'll, I'll say about songwriting that I personally, 
I don't know if I find this helpful, but I it's just something that I think I do as a songwriter. And once I get like a collection of songs, it helps me like finish that collection. If I have a mm. goal to write like 10 songs and I already have three songs right. is like having a theme. Yeah. Um, so it doesn't have to necessarily be like this concept, like, you know, a concept album that tells a story. But uh, I find like um, in uh, in like the songs that I'm writing right now, I have a lot of like similar themes between the songs. And I mention like I mentioned like mirrors a lot and I'm like, mm, OK, this right. is like something now when I'm writing another song and I need some lyrics to go off of, I know I have this like kind of like pool of of words and feelings and right. stuff that I can like, even if I'm not going to use it later, I can start riffing on it and turn mm -hmm. it into something else. There you go. So that's so, kind of my little, one of my, my songwriting trips that, uh, tips. Yeah, yeah so yeah, something I, I do that's very similar to that is is just like write down everything. Yeah. Like, you know, you're, you'll, you'll be like going to the store and you think of this one line and yeah. it's a nothing line. And you're like, Oh, that's cool. And then you forget about it. Yeah. I, I like always make it a point to myself to like write it down. So I'll like randomly pull out my phone, write it down and put it back um, yeah. so that you just, you have like a, like a, like a, like you said earlier, like a, like a pool of, of, of yeah. material. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So when I'm, I'm stuck, I'll, I'll go and I'll just scroll through all these little ideas. That Sometimes I it's that shower thought. It's like, oh, yeah. crap. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I gotta have a pen and paper in my like a waterproof shower. pen and paper in your shower. <laughs> there we go. This, oh. um, this artist that I had on the last episode, Hadeen, um, they were telling mm -hmm. me that they, uh, they do the same thing that, that you do. They'll like think up things when they're yeah. in the store or wherever but they uh they keep it on a google like a google doc they just write yeah. everything and, yeah. and they're <laughs> like they're like i have this google doc and it's just like full of words where i had yeah. all these ideas and then they'll be writing a song mm -hmm. and and they need another line and they know what like words they have and they'll hey. like command f in that document oh. and search for mm -hmm. things and they'll just like search through and go like okay i oh, need something hits. that like rhymes with this or or like is the same theme or the same feeling or something and they got like an encyclopedia you know. yeah like, exactly like I reserves like, i was like you know? <laughs> I, I was like i need to do that because i'm doing everything in in like notes and so i have all these other like all these notes in my phone like song idea, song idea so yeah exactly they're all separate yeah. so i need to like condense them i use evernote not sponsored but yeah um, i've heard good things it's it's a good yeah. app I, I i like the way that you can organize things and you know, you put things into different notebooks. You have different notebooks in that. Yeah. App. So like, it, it, I could separate those in that way, and you, you can search like that. But I've never thought about that. I'm gonna. Yeah, gonna yeah. There's the there's room. another tip from the podcast. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> we learn a lot here. Uh, the funny thing, like the um, so the last album that my band did that I was telling you about, it's called Total Bummer, mm -hmm. and uh, and like I said, we we released it in 2017, so that's a little while ago now that album was like the last thing that i wrote fully like pen to paper in a notebook like oh okay and so so like i have the notebook still and it's funny it's like the last page is like the last song that i wrote oh wow. my god uh, wow. that's kind of cool and then after that i kind of, i like transitioned into like google docs and stuff yeah. yeah i i tried doing that like doing like pen, i have like seven different little notebooks and yeah. like five different like funny little pens uh to to try to like yeah get on yeah. the habit of writing it down uh like pen and paper i could never get it was like too slow for me i don't know yeah <laughs> it's like, like whatever works for you though yeah. you know there's no wrong way i think i think i i was like a a notebook person for so long because like when i was a kid there was no like google mm. 
drive like it was literally like everything was pen and paper you know it's old school like i think for me it was the opposite yeah i i i like in in the school that i went to we all had like they gave us these like ipads and i had like a computer at home (laughs) so like everything was electronic already so i i never i never i was never a notebook person yeah yeah (laughs) i've been corrupted it's like a uh like a like a slight generational difference yeah yeah a little bit a little bit difference of a few years i had like these little like android phones like my screen would break and okay like mm-hmm. a couple years like two years later i'll get a new phone yeah but i always saved that phone because i always had recordings like On voice recordings phone. yeah and then yeah, like yeah i had like three phones spanning a total of like seven years and i'm like mm-hmm. all right i'm gonna have to save these somehow yeah. i still have the <laughs> laptop that i i was using before we went into the band it's still like stuck in my closet because the the battery mm-hmm. fried but i think the hard drive still works and i've always yeah. kept it because i'm like I know there's stuff in there. Yeah, you never know. Use. Although I was a shit writer back then. I don't, yeah. <laughs> I don't trust my 15 year old. Some gems. Nice to, there might be some yeah, gems some in there. Gems maybe, or at, least, at least for yourself to reminisce. Like, That's I, true. I, That's I true. do that occasionally. Like, I have this hard drive thing that, like, I save the hard drives from, like, my old computers. And I have this thing that it's not like an enclosure, but you could just, like, pop different hard drives in it. It's so mm, like a VCR okay. for hard drives. Oh, of. okay. Yeah. And so I'll, like, I'll just go back and listen to stuff, like, I wrote when I was, like, you know teenager early 20s memory stuff, lane you know like yeah i was like wow yeah. that sucked but like i'm having a lot of fun listening to it <laughs> yeah i i don't know i think the the if you look at the stuff that i used to write back then it's all, a lot of it is like really i guess i don't want to say deri- yeah derivative yeah i guess like that i would it, it felt more like a like a a a song that was a compilation of different song lyrics it, but together yeah, into a yeah. new song if that i was gonna sense. say it was is a derivative of like the bands that you loved though mm-hmm. well, yeah definitely you even you even name drop two bands in the song yeah there was oh, one song okay. that's the only one where like the lyrics the lyrics themselves i think that's the first song that i wrote that like every lyric was original mm-hmm. um but i do name drop two bands which then like i ended up regretting because yeah. those bands also did those bands get canceled yeah <laughs> oh, well, well like, uh, moose blood saw, did but neck deep didn't i thought moose blood just the drummer got canceled well there was a little more than that i think uh, the, oh, the the rest of the members like were also involved kind of too involved. yeah yeah they tried to distance themselves i yeah. i don't follow i didn't follow the drama after <laughs> yeah. that drummer i didn't like the album after the one with the campfire on the front so oh yeah, yeah was, it, was it the, it was like a pink one right yeah it was like it was a like pink, maybe one good song or blue or something yeah it was like uh same thing. I I only liked the campfire one, and then Neck Deep also yeah. was going like going through some like weird allegations, which I guess they ended up not being like their guitarist got kicked out, and then uh, it turned out being false, right? And then he came back, but it was, he didn't get, he didn't he couldn't come back because they already had someone new. Yeah, is that what it was? I think I think that's what I think happened. that's what it was. I didn't really keep up with it either. Yeah, my but, wife super likes Neck Deep. But yeah, I never got into them, so I, I, I was really like a couple of songs. I remember yeah. when I first found Neck Deep, um, me and my my best friend at the time. Uh, we're already really into the story so far mm-hmm. and this was like tumblr days yeah it was yeah. just a part of me that's the only or uh, they, they had more songs but and it does mm. like the only thing that anybody ever listened to was a part of me and i showed it to her and she was like this is just a story so far ripoff and i'm like no it's not it's really good and she like never got into them because she she felt like they sounded too similar. I mean, for the record they weren't as good as the Okay, now they're a little sloppier. They're the good. S- they're different styles. The yeah. story yeah. so far is the band that I can never remember their name 
for some reason. I feel really? he- I feel hella bad because like they work with um they work with my friend Ben that records me, and so I'm always trying to name drop them to be like be like oh you guys would know ben because he's worked with the story so far Mm -hmm. nice and uh and but i'm always like you'd know my friend ben he worked with that band that one from walnut (laughs) creek you know what what did he work on with one band and they're also in another band yeah you know what did he work on with them um i know he's recorded a lot of their demos before they would go into the studio and then um the singer has a side project called no pressure Oh, nice. yes. And yeah. he recorded the No Pressure album. That's sick, yeah. dude. Yeah. Damn. What about Snarl? What's that? Snarl. His other uh, side project. Like I don't know. I, you'd have to look it's at like the a, It's like a hardcore one. It prob- yeah. I would I would say probably. That's so yeah. cool. Yeah. That's cool, um, man. But That's yeah, sick. Yeah, they have a, he has a really cool like studio called Newtone Studios out in Pittsburgh, like nice. California, not... Damn, not nice. the other That's place. Sick. Oh, <laughs> That's sick. Um, yeah, I remember hearing that Snarl. Uh, it was like a little EP basically a demo mm-hmm. i don't think they ever like went anywhere with that but no just for fun i guess i think at the time there were like little rumors that parker cannon was kind of getting tired of the story so far and then he did snarl and then he came back to the story so far sometimes you need side projects yeah, yeah. You know, it'll like, happen yeah. to you guys no i'm just kidding uh, <laughs> it already did i have yeah. a, I, already we were, a side project you yeah released. No, me i'm and, just kidding me and the drummer did a little <laughs> song called um yeah, I'd rather like, be out of tune with you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, that's so, a tight name. Yeah. So like we. Th- so we. It was a joke we had that there was like it was during band practice. I think I think there was like a joke that was spawned that yeah, title. We yeah. were. Uh, oh, what was it? Oh, right. We were recording the song. Uh, so he sent me like a little thing. He was like, "Oh, do you want to do vocals on this? It's just a little side project." I was like, "Okay." And we decided to name it Sad Project. Um, it's just kind of a like pun. kind of a pun on yeah. on side project. Yeah, exactly. That's so cool. Yeah. Um, and we recorded that in like one afternoon. And I think during recording, I was I was like, I think I'm a little off. And then something like that. We were talking to each other about like being a little off. And then mm-hmm. he was like, Well, I'd rather be out of tune with you than like be in tune and then you're off tune it sounds bad i was like that's kind of cute like i feel like you're flirting with me a little bit (laughs) um Um, and and then that 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 became the title and it's out on spotify uh we 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 released it are you guys gonna do more probably not um i mean maybe i don't know i we always toss around the idea he sends me some stuff and i'll be like oh like i'll let me know if you want to want me to do vocals on it and he's like yeah let me finish it and then he never finishes it yeah so that's, <laughs> so, i understand that. but i mean it's a side project it's yeah. not like something yeah. we're like hurting to to finish or anything it was just for fun it's nice. a cool song though yeah um i feel like you guys uh name dropped quite a few bands and so it's kind of a good segue into like the last thing i wanted to ask you guys mm. about was just like influences like uh when i listen to you guys i um i like hear a lot of things but i don't want to say them without like i want to hear you guys uh talk about like you know who who influenced you guys Mm. to like play and write and Um, be musicians man there's there's so many bands for me like yeah i I was like deep into the like the the tumblr the tumblr like Like the tumblr pop punk -punk revival yeah Yeah. that and like the the tumblr metalcore scene and like Mm -hmm. the I don't know if this was like just a SoCal thing or just a general metalcore thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a lot of like the emo stuff. Like I grew up on Blink and then yeah. that got me into like alternative music. Yeah. Uh, got yeah. me into Paramore. Paramore has been like a big influence for me. Like 
lyrically and vocally nice. just like in, yeah. in like how to write vocals mm-hmm. uh i would say paramore is like the biggest one that's a good influence to have um, for vocals yeah, <laughs> it, 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 they're incredible um the way that they make it really rhythmic yeah but then like stylistically i think bands i mean i think it's kind of obvious like bands like law dispute that's what I was waiting um, yep. for you to say. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was waiting for you to there say. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> say the word, Dante. Yeah, say the word. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like um, that Bart Simpson meme. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, yeah. I mean, La Dispute was I, them and, mm-hmm. and Hotel Books is something I used to listen to a lot mm-hmm. as a kid. I don't really mess with the Hotel Books anymore. I think it. It's I've just heard not, of them, but I haven't heard them. We were going to play a show with them before COVID. Yeah, right? which was incredible oh, cool. for me. I was like, oh my God, we're going to play a show with Hotel Books. Never meet your idols. Uh, yeah. Mm. Then COVID happened yeah. and it got canceled. I was like, God yeah. damn it. Never um, got but um, those two, I mean, the Wonder Years is also a really Hell big yeah. influence. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, the first time that I was like, oh, I want to do uh, pop punk or like this type of like emo music, quote unquote, um, with spoken word. Yeah, was when I heard this song by Man Overboard called I, th- I think it's S A D, um, I think that's the song that that it's on, but uh, it it's it like the song is growing right and then and then he sings this part which he's like uh, if I'm selfish if so fine I've always been selfish he goes on this like mm-hmm. little rant over the over the song and then the chorus hits and it's super cool I was like oh my god, I want to make a band of just that like like. that just kind of combines those things because it's such a cool moment. Songs do that to me sometimes. I'm like, okay, I'm going to do a whole album just like this song. I want to capture that sound. Yeah, capture that sound. And uh, I got to stop myself sometimes because (laughs) um, I'll sit down and I'll record the intention to do that. But then it just ends up sounding like my thing, which is not a bad thing. And then it reminds me, it's like, okay, I can't do a whole album that just sounds like smashing pumpkins a door <laughs> yeah. right like i gotta yeah. do an, an album that sounds like andrew and maybe it'll have Ele- elements, elements yeah of you know? that album yeah but I, yeah throw some flavors in there you know? yeah exactly make it your own yeah i think over time that that really stuck with me and then movements came out mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. i remember i was at self-help fest and this guy came up to me and was like also uh, like buy this shirt and this cd <laughs> for five dollars and i was like okay sure I'll yeah five dollars hell that's yeah that's a really good deal and yeah. I, I bought it and i put the cd in like on, on the way home and i was like oh my god this is so good and on like on the other hand i was like they did it like the, it, it works like this thing that i've been thinking about it, it mm. works in a different context like yeah. outside of just being a bridge yeah um, um so that that got me really excited to to kind of start writing in that style and then, you know, when I got with them, like his, his writing, uh, X's writing, um, worked really well with that kind of like style and the moodiness and whatnot. And I, I'm, I'm super glad to be able to do that now, but I guess th- those are awesome. my influences. Yeah. It's like Paramore, it just works, man. It just, works. it just blends, you know, I think it's just yeah. fate how we got to play music together. Yeah. I think it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, I guess for my influences, definitely Citizen is one of my oh, top I ones. Like I hear that too in the guitar. Work. I just like, yeah. I just I just love the way they. Uh, just, what's the yeah. the second album? The uh, Heaven. Everybody oh, goes to heaven. Everybody goes yeah. to heaven. Oh my gosh! Every single song on that album is just like I, that's one of those albums I listen to. I'm like, I want to do this. That's a sleeper, yeah. dude. Like, yeah. I feel like people really. Oh my on gosh! That one. I think it's their best album. It's really to be good. honest. Yeah. Yeah, I think. Yeah, um, I, I, I mean, um, uh, when Youth came out, I was like, Yeah, Youth is hella that, good that hit too. me so good. But I think my favorite album definitely from them is. Um, God, now I'm on the spot. I'm trying to forget. Yeah, no, oh, no, the, no, the no, red I, one. I don't remember. Yeah, the red one. yeah, it yeah. was. Um, 
As You Please. As You Please, As you please. yes. Okay, yeah. yes. Uh, yeah. That album definitely strikes a chord with me. Nice. And um, the way it was recorded with, uh, produced by the singer of Filter, I believe. Oh, I didn't know yeah, that. That yeah. was like uh, one of the only ones where they did that. Yeah. The, the thing totally about different. Citizen that I like is they do fit in with this like um, this genre of bands that were like called emo, but what they really were was just like good grunge. Yeah. 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 And, good grunge. But like oh, there's something about the singer and the way that he thinks and the way that he sings that is like different from like Basement. Like I love oh, Basement. Sure. Right? Basement's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. But like there's something different about like the way that he writes lyrics and he sings songs and then the way that the rest of the band like fills out the like sonic background for mm, for him definitely. to do that on top of. Yeah. It's like, a canvas. It's he, just a canvas, like, you know? It It is rock, but that guy has just like, and I don't want to like just uh, like uplift one person in the band because obviously it's the whole band, but he's mm. got something that is like a Paul McCartney esque to me. Yes, like yes. it's a song. Mm. He's like a true songwriter and like pop musician. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's definitely like a like a pop structured emo music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The like, most recent I can, album. I can is imagine a good him doing pop music. Like well, his, his real his pop music stuff is is also very. I don't know if you've mm. heard his his like solo. A long time stuff. ago. Yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah. It's it's very Matt, like Matt Kirkus. Matt Kirkus. Yeah. Um, I forgot to mention um, uh, Pierce the Veil mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. one of my biggest influences. Nice. I, I don't know how I forgot about them, but like Vic Fuentes in particular, like his th- the way that he's able to like paint these incredible pictures with his music mm-hmm. is insane to me. I think he's although like they were incredibly successful. I feel like they're, they're almost like really underappreciated yeah. as, as a band, how talented they are and how talented like his his writing is that's mm-hmm. something I, I i've gone to like like i literally like sit down and like quote unquote study it um, yeah yeah uh, that that's like part of your job as like a musician yeah, and a songwriter it, right is to like to study what other yeah, people are yeah. doing sit there and, you know? and not just listen to the song yeah. in like a in, i'm enjoying it way but be like yeah. okay why is that dissect cool? it yeah, yeah exactly. i mean that's what this podcast is kind mm-hmm. of about right yeah. but like also i do the same thing like i sometimes you know when you go to bed you're you'll put on like asmr or some shit or something mm-hmm. to like relax but like sometimes i'll put on one of my favorite albums and i'm like oh lis- man i'm like yeah. listening for every single for note for the details like mm-hmm. i know like i might know the lyrics and the way they're sung but i'm like listening for like what is that vocal harmony doing that yeah. i haven't heard before yeah. especially like listening in headphones is just mm. like such a a different experience yeah when you're really like studying on almost an academic level exactly there's a strategy exactly. I used to use yeah, there's in a, a way that yeah. uh, i used to have a playlist of like mm. i don't know like 400 songs on there nice. um it's just all of my favorite bands mm. you know I, I always wanted to just kind of just subconsciously study them so yeah. i would i'd, I'd literally Immerse just yourself in it sleep probably. with my with my earplug my my earphones yeah, on I, I used to do that too, yeah it's just sleep with music on yeah, yeah. I, I stopped do doing that because I sleep um, with someone in the same bed now. So, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I had to stop doing that, but I think it definitely helped play a role somehow. And yeah. the way I write, I think it just subconsciously you start writing a certain way. Yeah, you know? honestly, I feel like you learn songs that way too. Like maybe not how to play them, but at least the lyrics. Is I used to when I was younger, mm-hmm. uh, before like MP3 players, you know, you could get a CD and and hit the repeat all, and it would repeat the CD. It, yeah, I just put on a CD at night and. I w- it could be calm music. I could be like listening mm-hmm. to like something chill, like Death Cab. But I'd put on like 
like screamo like yeah. like finch i don't know if you guys ever listened to finch i don't think so no. uh they're like an older kind of like screamo emo band okay, okay. uh but like rock stuff you know yeah, yeah, yeah even like more like screamy stuff or like i can sleep like, to that too yeah, like yeah, deftones yeah and stuff. yeah and i would just put it on and like all night it would just just like like track 12 back to track one and then i just sleep to that all night i have a a little bit of a story about that my brother had a a sleep playlist um Mm -hmm. my brother showed me a lot of music that i listened to but he had a sleep playlist with a hotel book song on it Mm -hmm. and it was the third song that played every night so i was always awake in time (laughs) to to listen to it yeah yeah um and i would always ask him like what's that third song he was like i'm not gonna tell you I'll show you everything else, but you're gonna ruin that for me. Whoa. He was like, he was like gay, He's gatekeeping. gatekeeping yeah, that yeah. song. At the time, he used yeah. to be kind of gatekeeping. He's really cool now. Yeah. I love him. One of my best friends. But like at the time, he was very, really gatekeeping with 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 certain bands, and that yeah. was one of them. Sibling um, stuff, you know. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> he was like, you're gonna ruin that song for me. Whatever, no whatever. Perfect sibling. I know. <laughs> and um, uh, he's gonna hi, Jenko. He's probably listening to this. Um, but uh, I I was like fuck you, I'm, not, I'm, not, I, I'm gonna figure out this song. And I would sit there, and I would recite the lyrics in my head, I would pay attention to the lyrics in my head, and I learned the entire song because I didn't know how Google worked. Yeah. So I didn't know <laughs> yeah. that you could just learn, like, one just phrase or in. two. Yeah. yeah. But I learned the entire song because I was like, you have to learn the entire, you have to put in the entire song if you don't know the title. Yeah. So I learned the entire song. Uh, it was the song Constant Nothing by Hotel Books. Mm-hmm. And I wrote the entire lyrics into the Google search <laughs> and, and pressed enter to figure oh out what the song gosh. was to, to, to finally know what it was and listen to it on my own time. And then I, right after I was like, this is probably overkill. I'm like filling out the search bar with like paragraphs of nice. <laughs> of, of hey, it found it though, right? Yeah, I found yeah, it. It, it, worked. Was great. It, was, it worked. That's how I got into Hotel Books. Nice. Probably wouldn't be here with, without, without that moment. <laughs> nice. Yeah, so uh, you were also saying that uh, when you, I don't know if we recorded this when you first got here, but um, that Deftones was one of your big. Oh, influences. definitely. I feel like um, from like my more dark kind of like more moody, uh, deep stuff definitely stems from from their works, and then also just like the rhythms. I always mm-hmm. liked the yeah, Steph, like Stephen now. Carpenter's <laughs> rhythms. It's yeah. just it's just power chords. Just badass. It just fills yeah. the sound. Even Hard if you chords let that C ring out, the low. Do you like tune yeah. down like them ever? I drop C sharp is all our songs. Oh, and nice. uh, that's the same like that. Uh, around the fur was mostly. Yeah, yeah. Around the um, fur. I just yeah. it just works, man. I just um, love that. I uh, I've been like a traditionalist like my whole life, like E, like E tuning. E. Oh, right. And then um, because because I've been listening to Deftones mm-hmm. uh, recently and. I wrote a song on the piano and to convert it to guitar because I felt like I had to play it on guitar because I was I just needed to like break the song. It was one of those songs I mm-hmm. couldn't figure out a chorus mm-hmm. for. Yeah. And so I ended up uh, tuning down to like to D and I never, never did drop D before unless I was just for fun at home. But like all yeah. my songwriting was just mm-hmm. like E major. Um, and uh, And so I started like I started doing that and then I started playing some Deftone songs just for fun and it's like opening up a whole new world for <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah. yeah. And uh and then also I was always anti um anti like E flat. And yeah. uh I wanted to learn this uh Smashing Pumpkins cover and so now I've got like I'm like, all right, the strat is gonna be in E flat, the mm-hmm. Gibson's gonna be in drop D right. and then I'll yeah. I'll use my like Mustang for all my standard songs. So. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, we're actually on our way over here I was I had on um the cover of 1979 
by the contortionist oh, of nice. Smashing it's Pumpkins. A, yeah, it's, it's, a it's a really good cover, man. You yeah, should listen to it. I think I might have heard that one. Actually. Super, super good. Yeah, I love uh, I love that song. Yeah, I, I mean, I think Smashing Pumpkins. This isn't the the Andrew episode, but I might have <laughs> even said this before. Smashing Pumpkins is definitely one of my like biggest influences. Nice, and, that's a good influence to have. Um, I was watching this uh, like 30th anniversary concert, mm-hmm. and Chino actually came out and sang a couple songs. Really? With him. Yeah. Oh it's, man. Um, it's an all right like YouTube video. There's some like pretty. I was telling my my friends. There's like, Smashing Pumpkins are hell awesome. It's like James Ehaws at that show. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jimmy Chamberlain, Billy of course, and then, you know, uh, the the guitarist that's been playing them for a long with them a long time. I forget his name. It's just a reunion. Reunion. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I mean, it's everyone but Darcy basically. Um, and uh, and there's. The, hella good songs like their their classics and then chino comes out and there's a few other guests there's like courtney courtney love mm. she's hella drunk but still sounds hella good <laughs> or she's high on something yeah. um but then they do mark mcgrath comes out to do what? a guest spot with them really? and it's like it's like i like all music and i like fly and i like sugar ray kind of when it's yeah. like sugar ray but like Fucking like Mark McGrath came out and, and the Smashing Pumpkins covered Fly. So Mark, like old, That's like crazy. 50 year old something, Mark McGrath. <laughs> yeah. And I don't want to be negative on this show ever, but like mm. it wasn't good. Uh, no. no. I didn't like it. I was yeah, like, it can't all work. Yeah. yeah. It, hurt. it like hurt. Oh, hey, man. You mind if I go to a restroom real quick? Yeah, yeah. Um, let's uh, let's take a break. And when you come mm. back, would you guys want to record some uh, some songs? Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. Hey, at least we'll be on time, right? <laughs> <laughs> Do this podcast on time. All right. All right, so just to close out before we um, we like record a couple songs live in Ooh. in the studio. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> in my like office here, but um, so uh, is there like anything, any last things you guys want to say about like maybe where people can find you online if they're listening to the podcast or or anything um, you want to share? Yeah, no, of course. Uh, so I guess again, we're we're predisposed. Uh, I'm Dante. I'm Xavier. And uh, our our uh, Instagram is predisposed ca at predisposed ca. That's pretty much for everything. Um, uh, you know, you can find us on Spotify, SoundCloud, literally everywhere. I guess yeah. that 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 you might be listening to iTunes, whatever it is. Um, and I mean, if you want to keep in touch for like shows or or whatever it be, that's all on Instagram. Um, please give us tips on how to keep going on TikTok. Mm-hmm. We're trying. Uh, um, hopefully, hopefully we'll get that up and running yeah. soon. I've got but, a yeah. tip. I've got a tip for you. I haven't done it myself yet because I'm bad. Uh-huh. But it's uh, it's post every day, at least one video mm-hmm. every day, and right when you post, close the app out completely. Oh. And don't open it for a few hours. Oh. Because what the TikTok algorithm does is like it wants people on the app all the time, even though you know you scroll too long and someone's like, hey, you've been on here too long. Yeah. That's just them, their way to like cover their ass. Yeah, but like, definitely. They want you on the app all the time. Uh-huh. And what drives people on the app is engagement. So what happens is like you post a video mm-hmm. and you're going to come and check if someone comments or likes on it. And in order to get someone to comment and like on it, their algorithm will push it to the For You page right. to put it in front of people. Uh-huh. And like... If it's taking longer and longer for people to like interact with it, they'll push it to more and more oh. people. And since you haven't logged into the app, right? TikTok's trying to like draw you back in. Their algorithm, yeah. it's just like it's just like an mm-hmm. AI bot that does mm-hmm. this for people. So post once a day and log out for a few hours before you 
Not like log out of the sign out, it. just close out of the app. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's Smart. a tip for uh, I'll, TikTok. I'll, I'll, I'll give that a try. Yeah. This is the tip show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is just the. No, I'm, I'm not. I don't. <laughs> How to get your TikTok career started yeah. in 30 minutes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, people can judge me all I want, all they want, but I love TikTok. I no, know. it's great. It's great. Um, it's okay. Funny. So predisposed. Uh, find them online. Listen to pirouettes. Um, yeah, but also uh, come to the dawn, dawn of Summer Fest yes. uh, on mm. June 26th in Stockton at uh, at Hatch Workshop. I'm going to try to put out this episode like super fast this week, so it might be like yeah. by Wednesday um, so people can listen to it. Also, go to Music Go Round in Stockton and buy tickets. Yeah. Nice. Can, we sh- can, can I shout out a band? Yeah, shout out any band yeah. you want. Um, so... Uh, paper airplanes for one uh thank you for for giving us this opportunity to to like yeah. get into the scene seafloor cinema same thing you guys are the homies and then giveaway from uh yes. from the bay yes. those guys are the coolest if you haven't listened to giveaway listen to giveaway check them out yeah. there you won't regret it you should tell them to come be on my podcast oh I, yeah i heck i want to like yeah uh, i'll definitely a, tell them hell yeah know. Uh, giveaway are, yeah. are gonna definitely give you a good episode Those okay super cool <laughs> cool awesome thanks guys we're yeah. gonna stop and then we'll record uh some songs all right, all right. Cool. okay now it's good all right uh we're gonna be playing pirouettes this is our first and only current single right now um we'll do a little acoustic rendition of it uh here we go You're scared of the dark and I guess I'll do my part Those late night drives past resting stations Are filled with memories and desperate hallucinations And I refuse to let you drive because of blue and red lights Paint you new beauty that I don't deserve to see Perfection in the passenger seat Everything I do is meant for you And I'll rest until the stress has left your bones Or at least, at least not until we're home And I saw us holding flowers in May I never wanted so badly to stay asleep You were the best bet Taken from San Diego to here. I can almost say that I've got something right. Take off all your clothes and turn off all the lights. Cause you're pure and you're small and you're shy. We fell asleep on the floor and I don't remember why. But I'll build a castle around you, at least I can promise that I'll try And what happened to your amulet, the one you took when you gave me mine Cause I carry this with me nearly all of the time You told me that you loved me, I saw it in your silhouette I saw you doing pirouettes
gonna carry you up into the mountains somewhere we ain't ever been before under the branches or maybe maybe in the snow and i saw us holding flowers in may never wanted so badly to stay me asleep we're the best that i could have taken from san diego Got something right And I hope you know the reason I still write these things in my mind they see is Changing rings and vows, you in your wedding gown. Because we're hung from a stranger's as fickle as our faith in each other, and it's done just to think of the trickle of pain and bother. This isn't to say that you're not worth my time or my dearthful fight, because you still wore my life, and it's forth your mind, and I'm yours. Because everything you do is run me closer to a time where I can sleep up one night soundly and claim this life is mine. You pulled me to the bottom of the ocean and gave me light. My body gave under the pressure, but I kept going out of spite. Because everything I do is done in anxiety. And I wish that you knew when you said you look fine to me that the thoughts of you gone are coiled inside of me. And someday these things will cost me my sanity. Someday these things will cost me my sanity. Someday these things will cost me my sanity. And I saw us holding flowers in May. I never wanted so badly to stay asleep. You were the best bet I could have taken from San Diego to here. Yeah, uh, yeah, we got uh, Welcome Home up next. Um, that's the one that uh, I mentioned earlier that I, I wrote by myself. So this is kind of the most uh, the most me in my bedroom version of it that you're going to hear. <laughs> yeah. Um, except it's uh, X playing it. But uh, yeah, this is, uh, this is Welcome Home. Yeah. 
Thank you so much for giving us this opportunity. It's been it's it's been great. No, is yeah. it-